Hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Transformers Prime colon Beast Hunters podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. And I'm David. It's time for an evolution revolution. That's Yay! right. It's Beast Machines again. It is episode 61 of Transformers Prime Evolution. First aired June 28th, 2013. Yes. Exciting. There, I, I have no real comment about that date. I just wanted to say something. Well, no, it, it, it's exciting in that um, this is going to be episode, official episode 199 of our podcast. Oh. But uh, counting all our Patreon episodes and little filler episodes that, well, early on, I wanted to keep the continuity of Beast Wars and Beast Machines so we had, like, beta episodes for a while. Oh. So we've yeah, actually, Yeah. We've done 237 episodes next time. And counting the Iacon Underground episodes, we've passed 300. Zoinks. So, Yikes! Yes, uh, that's it. I'm packing up and going home. It's too many episodes. That's a, that's, a, that's a lot of yammering. Yes, it sure is. Much of it from me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god. Oh how? I did not even think of how many hours that is because um, <sighs> well, most of our episodes are like 45 minutes yeah. because some of them are short, and occasionally we go over an hour. Yep. Especially for the Patreon episodes. Plug the Patreon. One dollar get. All our back catalog, enjoy. Yes. Warcraft movie, which... It was Rob's choice, and I still don't know why, because it was so confusing for him. Listen, some, I, some people just want to watch the world burn, David. I uh, I mentioned, I brought it up that we did that to some of my friends on another uh, on a Discord that are generally familiar with uh, Warcraft, but had not seen the movie and they were basically like, how can they not mention Sargeras? He's like the entire focus of the entire plot. Wait, who is Sargeras? Was, was he in the movie? The devil. The demon. Oh. The, the, the demon guy who just shows up for no reason out of another guy, and it's not explained at all. Do they ever actually name him as Sargeras? No, not in the, not movie. In the movie. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, even people, like other people who were familiar with Warcraft were very confused about the same things that confused you, like why they would do that. Anyway. So yeah, this episode was written by Stephen Melching, who has uh, previously written for Beast Machines, has written a bunch of other Transformers Prime episodes, most recently uh, Rebellion, and will go on to write several episodes of Robots in Disguise. Yep. Yeah. Very prolific for someone who doesn't seem to really, I don't know, he doesn't interact with the fandom as much as I have seen other writers do. No, I, and, I, you know, I think he, oh, go ahead. And once again, because I've actually looked, this episode is directed by Sean Nagosian. Every time I look, it's who's directing it. I know there are other directors sometimes, but anytime I look, it's always him. Hmm. So we open in the immediate aftermath of last week's episode, Thirst, in which uh, Knockout and Starscream accidentally created a bunch of zombie vampires. <laughs> and uh, shipping fanfics, like, were hit hard. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes.
and uh, once again, Megatron is taking Starscream down to a mine to go uh, to go see the good coats he's got in the back. Yeah, he's and Starscream is no, no Starscream. The good yeah. coats—they're in the back. No, Starscream is pretty much certain he's gonna die. Oh yeah, you just invited him down he's to play Minecraft. Just like he knows that he's taking being taken out behind the shed, and he's gonna be shot. And they'll tell like knockout that they took him to a farm upstate. Uh, this is a mur- This is definitely a murder cave. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Starscream is absolutely convinced this is a murder cave. Yeah. And indeed, Megatron is pretty mad because now all of the Insecticons are gone and ha- uh, half of their remaining Vehicons. And I guess they can't make new ones. I mean, yeah, this yeah, is that, a good <laughs> That's always been a vague thing. They always seem to have as many Vehicons as they need, but now they have half as yeah. many. Yes. Even considering the how many the Autobots have destroyed at this point, you know, it, it's it, it'd be nice to have somewhere have like a ticker like how many Viacons are in, on the population of this ship. Although maybe they had something like stasis as backups, and now they're maybe. they're they're dipping into those and they're just running right out. It's not great. Anyway, it turns out this is not a murder cave; it is a monster cave. Because this is where Shockwave's uh, offsite laboratory is, and where he's growing a whole bunch of Predacons in tanks of pee. You would think. Oh, that- so that's what Sparty's cloning cylinders look like. <laughs> oh wow, deep Star Wars EU cut. <laughs> well, not that deep. It was the first big ones. Luke. Yeah, but Luke. You would think that like Starscream would know where shockwave's lab was because that's like you know he's like the head of the military but okay i can also see perfectly good reasons why they would never tell him where yes. where it was <laughs> yeah so yeah shockwave's all yay we're uh we're, we're almost uh we're almost done here in about uh about three cycles uh mm. these are uh these are going to be ready to go and so uh as another little experiment, we are bringing down the rest of the synthetic energon, and it and is knockouts just like, hey there. Yep, just dropping in with a uh, delivery here, <laughs> and then oh, yeah, it he is comes a- down in the the delivery ring things that that I swear we haven't seen since the first season. It's been quite some time. Yeah, yeah, I had forgotten about those actually. Because yeah, I remember them using in the first few episodes, and then I just, I don't, I cannot remember the last time they used them to transport anything up and down. Yeah. Anyway, so it is at this point that the Predacon busts in, uh, you know, kind of roars, Starscream smacks it with a pipe a couple of times, and then transforms and turns into a robot, both of which are <laughs> very surprising. Yeah, this... I like the idea of this sequence, but I I feel like he transforms too quickly and not menacingly enough, even though he is towering over Starscream. It, yes. Considering it's been held off this long, it should have been more impressive. And, and like, him transforming should have been massive and slow and ominous, and then cut to the opening titles, but, but he talks after that. 
Like yes. he talks. And Speak. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And uh, he speaks with the voice of uh, actor Peter Mensa, who yeah. is in a ton of stuff. You know, uh, in the movie 300, that guy who's all, uh, this is madness. And then he gets like kicked down a giant well by uh, Gerard Butler. <laughs> That's Peter Mensa. Oh. I didn't realize that. Yeah. And uh, if you watched uh, the, not the last season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but the one prior to that, he was like head of that alien council. Yeah. I saw him there, and I was like, hey, that guy's got a familiar voice, also a familiar rest of him. (laughs) You see him in a ton of stuff. Uh, He's also on that that Spartacus show that I people said was good, but I never watched. (gasps) Yes! That's, oh oh, man! And now I remember because I, like, watched that show at the time, and I was like, hey, that's the guy who's Predaking. And then it had completely slipped my mind in the meantime. But now that you mention it, yeah, he's pretty good in that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's very much one of those, hey, that guy. Yeah. Seen in many things and just forget about. So everybody is all WTF. But uh, Shockwave is all, well, you know, all, you know, all Cybertronian uh, organisms have the potential for transformation. However, we have no way of knowing if Predacons ever got to that evolutionary stage because they went extinct. Or if they had, like, crazy frills around their head and maybe spit acid <laughs> or were actually super smart and, you know, other Jurassic Park things. Yes. I'll... <laughs> Although you'd think that, you know, he had cloned these before. You'd think he might have, you know, noticed that. <laughs> because remember, maybe he just, like, cloned them and immediately shipped them off to Earth or sent them to Earth still in their cloning tubes or something. This is possible. Very, n- never clear on that. Yes. Look, cybernucleic acid, okay? Cybernucleic acid. <laughs> maybe that's what the yellow uh, stuff is. Maybe. No, yeah, well, no. Yeah, probably not. <clears throat> That's not really, like, DNA is not a substance. Well, well technically yeah, DNA is a substance. I mean, I, it is, but not robots, like something that you would just be different. It's ridiculously hanging out in pools different. of. I, I actually did a, did a thing in a lab class in high school where you extracted it from a tomato. Ooh. It's kind of white and goopy. But do you, like, hang around in pools of it? I mean, you probably could, but it would be gross, especially if it came from yeah. a tomato. I don't care for uncooked tomatoes. Uh, I like Actually, uncooked... Well, no, actually, as, I guess I don't like uncooked tomatoes. I, I spent rather a weird amount of my childhood hanging around university bio labs, so... <laughs> yeah. So anyway, he's all, you know, I wasn't trying to fool you or anything, I just kind of gained sentience... Um, not long ago, and then I kind of did like a whole Johnny Five is alive thing with your computer. Yes. Yeah, it's very weird. Like, also, like the way he's talking, really... it's hard to tell like when he gained sentience. It sounds like it could have been only like two weeks ago or two episodes ago. It's I mean, it might have been two weeks odd. ago. Well, I I don't even know if it's so much a matter of having gained sentience as realized that this thing that he has is sentience. Like, Mm. he's just going about things and not realizing there's a different way to be, and then being like, oh, so this whole thing where I'm thinking and stuff is not something anyone realizes I'm doing, and I don't know. 
I just got the impression that he was like, I mean, I guess he was, it was talking about how, you know, when he woke, he was like a beast and then he got smarter and smarter. So I don't know. Mm. Who knows? And, you know, he was obviously pretty excited for, uh, you know, that they're growing all these other Predacons. And he says, you know, I'll swear my allegiance to you, Megatron, but I will be the king of the Predacons, the Predaking. <laughs> Megatron's like, all right, buddy. Uh, sure, Calm fine. Down. That's he names himself and and his he's he knows what a king is and names himself a king like the massive warning signs that Megatron really notices. It's like, uh, oh yeah, I mean, not only does he know what a king is, he also knows how to make a portmanteau. Yeah, <laughs> that's dangerous. He's, he's very smart. I do appreciate that he's got an accent, so he sounds like very smart. Yes. He's got a smart mm. accent. Uh, also a skull face. Bit of a skull face and kind of like a crown head making Predaking yeah, well, appropriate. Almost every Decepticon Basically, has sort of a skull face. So. He, he's great. No, but he seriously has like skull cheekbones. Mm. Like if you look at his face, there's distinct like cheek, like under eye ridges that are just yeah. extremely skully. And I like him. What I'm saying is... I forgot how cool this guy was. Yeah. So anyway, um, back at uh, Autobot base, Ultra Magnus is in charge, aka Unfun Dad. Oh. Yeah. Wow. They are not liking hanging around him. They are not liking him being around. I mean, he's bugging everybody for taking a coffee break. He's uh, not happy that Ratchet isn't finished making his synthetic energon yet. And he also wants to know why Wheeljack is covered with goop. He's like coming over and reminding Ratchet that it's very important we find an alternate source of energon. And Ratchet's like, screw you, buddy. I mean, not... Directly, but basically. Yes. Oh no, the thing that's uh, that we—that's our fuel, money, and blood. No, definitely that is. Uh, oh, I didn't realize that was important before. I'll get right on that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, so there's that, and yeah, then Wheeljack comes in, and he's all covered in goop. Yeah, it's a, it's a really nice texture they layered on him. They they really didn't have to. Mm -hmm. He's just covered <laughs> in this green goop. That it it seems very suspicious that like. He was off doing this thing on his own, and then he says, "Oh yeah, I was I was fixing up your ship, Magnus. It goes faster now." <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> but it, nothing ever comes of that because real dad comes home. Oh, and everybody's so excited to see him, and Ultra Magnus is so bummed. Like it's hilarious how happy everyone is that nice dad is home. <laughs> Just they all go over to him and they're like, hi, Prime. And yeah, then Prime looks up and sees Magnus just standing there dejected and being Optimus Prime. He, I'm kind he of surprised that like, this. Ultra Magnus just standing there on his own isn't a meme because he just looks so sad. And Prime notices and later he's like, you know, like, you know, what's what's the problem? Ultra Magnus, sir, I'd like to report that nobody likes me, everybody hates me, and I think I will go eat worms. <laughs> yes. And, you know, Prime, you know, he starts going a little speechy, you know, you, you know we're, we're not the elite guard here, and is that the first time the elite guard have been mentioned um, in uh, No! I think it's come up before. Okay. Like came maybe up Wheeljack with, uh, mentioned it. No, with Smokescreen. Oh, oh right, oh, yeah. right. Yeah, because he wanted to be in the elite guard. Yes. 
because he's the chosen one. He's yes. the, he's the he's the protagonist. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So he's you know this isn't the elite guard. This is uh, you know these aren't just soldiers anymore. And he gets interrupted before what what he's going to say. But I think everybody who's seen a Fast and or Furious movie knows what this is going to be. Yeah, I was kind of surprised <laughs> that like apparent Optimus must love the Fast and Furious movies. I mean, I'm sure all Autobots do. They're movies that are basically about cars. Yeah, probably. But it's just like the way he was setting it up was very much like we're about family. It's like he was about to break into his Dominic Toretto impression. (laughs) Family. Family. Ultra Magnus, you must learn to live your life a quarter mile at a time. (laughs) (sighs) Now we have to go steal some VCRs. (laughs) But don't worry, in like eight movies, we will be stealing a submarine. And saving the world multiple times. And not having any scenes with The Rock because we don't like him. Aww. Listen, there's only one room for one enormous bald man in this franchise, and I'm all and I'm already giving a pass to Statham because he's got what? some stubble. Yeah, well, that's the problem. <laughs> like half the cast is a large bald man. <laughs> we accept only the largest and baldest male leads. Bring me <laughs> yeah. Bruce Willis. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm kind of surprised he hasn't been in one yet, but or I don't know, Michael Chiklis. Right. Oh, ooh, Chickless, yeah. You can have him come in. Michael Chickless, just well, that's playing again tight. Or just have like, just have him play the thing. Whatever. These movies might as well have <laughs> the thing in them at this point. <laughs> yeah, they got a freaking Superman in the latest one, which I still haven't seen. Exactly. Like, would a, would a man made of orange rocks really be that out of place? Not really. That's how the MCU is going to bring in uh, the Fantastic Four, just via the uh, Fast and Furious movies. Yeah. The, the Fast Four and the Furious Four. Anyway. <laughs> so uh, so once uh, back at the uh, Decepticon base, once Predaking has pieced out, Megatron sort of gathers everybody around and is all, uh, so this guy, he's now, you know, he's intelligent, he transforms, and he's king of the Predacons, and we're about to make him a bunch of subjects. This is a bad idea, because as Starscream <laughs> puts it, Evolution will give way to revolution, and then it will be beast machines. Yay. <laughs> and we can't have that. Yay, title drops. Yep. Mega- oh, Megatron, Spring. the beast wars are over, and we are moving on <laughs> to the planet Cybertron. They're like, hmm, he's going to get this army that's more powerful than us. Well, time to kill them uh, all. Yes. Crap. I can- time I wish I- to just kill everybody. I wish I could remember the lyrics to that System of a Down song about revolution. But they're all muddled in my head. I mean, I guess you Aww. say you want a revolution, huh? No, not that song at well, all. Well, no, it's just like revolution, the only solution to something, 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 I don't know. There's a lot of words. Surge, surge, fast <laughs> words. Very confusing, but fun. Yeah, anyway, anyway, surprisingly, even Shockwave is going along with this, even though, you know, he's, you know, spent, uh, you know, weeks slaving over uh, the hot clone machine. Yeah, Yeah, you would think, I mean, I guess he's got his research, and unlike 
some Decepticons, he presumably actually takes notes and isn't like, eh, I, I put a couple shots in them. I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, so. it is logical that this must happen because, I mean, and it, it is actually, uh, him saying something is logical actually is applicable here. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. Unlike yeah, sometimes when he just kind of throws it in. Yeah. Kind of, well, it, it, well, because <laughs> he enjoys it. In this show, I think he actually is more logical than usual. It's just that, like, that, that he has to drop his phrase that things are logical is a little overdone. Yes. But he listens to reason and simplicity, and he's less flying off the handle, being overly emotional, like most shockwaves. Yes. Especially anyone who uses the handle shockwave online and is a complete moron, usually. <laughs> I don't know why that's a thing, but that is a thing in the fandom. Or of Growls course, uh, are always completely unreasonable, and Grimlocks are always actually really smart. <laughs> and of course, don't forget uh, Transformers Dark of the Moon's Shockwave, who I think his only lines were like screaming, and also he owned a giant worm for some reason. <laughs> I mean, I really like that he had a giant worm. That was kind of interesting, but they didn't do anything with it. I mean that that's like at least eighty percent of any live action Transformers movie was that oh. was an interesting idea, but they didn't do anything <laughs> with it. Yeah. Speaking of ideas, uh, Knockout is here playing Devil's Advocate or Unicron's Advocate, I guess. Yeah. So uh, so that's all well and good, we but once we yeah once we clone all his once we kill all his clone buddies, uh, he's going to eat us. <laughs> Yeah, so they need to—they need to pin it on someone else. We—they need a patsy. Yes, and it looks like it will be the Autobots. Oh, which, oh I that, mean that Starscream being full Starscream and coming up with a plan. Let's just blame the Autobots. And Megatron's like, oh, yes. I mean, that is why I haven't murdered you today. Yep, Starscream is really good at treachery. Most yeah. of the time. I mean, I guess it's kind of good with a question mark. Uh, it's his specialty, but whether he is actually good at it or not is subject to some debate. Uh, it's it's primary military specialty. Treachery. Yes. So they're like, well, Starscream, how do we backstab this guy? Secondary military specialty, not knowing what an armada is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh... So anyway, we cut back to the Autobots. Uh, the uh, they have detected that uh, there's some uh, there's some just exposed energon going on, and they pretty much have to go get it because they are running on empty. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, the uh, Optimus and the Wreckers get to uh, get to this mine. The uh, they attack RC Bumblebee and Smokescreen uh, attack from the rear, and they you know they sort of. Uh, the uh, the main cast of Autobots, or I guess rather RC Bumblebee, Smokescreen, and Prime take uh, take these big carts of Energon, while Magnus, Bulkhead, and Wheeljack uh, they're a little suspicious. They uh, they smell a bit of a trap. Yeah, we're, so they investigate. We're glossing over that like a dozen Viacons are killed yet again after Megatron was complaining yes. that yes. half his troops are dead or left. It's like. Admittedly, the episode is also brushing over the fact that, yeah, Megatron just threw some more Decepticons at the problem. 
And they're just dead. I mean, yes. remember, Megatron once literally threw a Viacon at the problem. <laughs> yeah. It, it, yes. Like, Starscream has managed to get more Viacons killed than ever before. But it's not like Megatron isn't doing the same shit. He's just spread his murders out. I mean, these. this is with a purpose, as opposed to just coming up with some zombie vampires that you can't do anything with. Yeah, it, it's just, it's a symptom of, of the larger problem. Yes. So, however, the the crystals, the Energon crystals they find are very nice and, like, very well formed and, and look like they should probably sell them on Goop. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't thinking about Wait, where, I'm sorry, where are we supposed to put these? No. <laughs> Well, they're they're they pointed, do? but not like super pointy. So I mean, l- l- listen, you could put that anywhere in smokescreen. He's not going to notice. Yes, <laughs> as we have determined. I think those crystals are a new model too, because I don't remember Energon crystals being they like, yeah they, those small shape. Usually they're different. just bigger and pointier. These are smaller and sort of rounded. Yeah, yeah these. These do really look like they should be like hanging on a on a chain around somebody's neck. So they're they're very pretty. Uh, they're very tidy don't and tempt nice. Me. Maybe that's what Megatron was planning. I've been thinking about buying some amethyst crystals or something just to have on my desk after I clean up my desk. There you go. <laughs> Maybe he just bought a bunch of those uh, Himalayan salt lamps. Now I want. Oh, now I want some too. blue ones, like kind of cloudy blue. To be these energon crystals. Mm-hmm. Also, I, I read uh, uh, someone posting somewhere about how they got one of those Himalayan salt lamps for a gift, and they really liked the light it gave out. Except now, every time they have someone come over to visit, they think they're a crazy hippie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, I just really like the quality of the light. Anyway, yeah. So, uh, of course, it. We kind of uh, find out here that uh, this isn't entirely Megatron's plan. Because, indeed, Ultra Magnus and Wheeljack get to Shockwave's laboratory. And Shockwave is surprised that they're there so fast. Because Starscream says, oh, yeah, uh, I didn't tell Shockwave we were doing it, like, today. (laughs) (laughs) They threw him right under that bus. And then he just hangs up. Hmm. And not, and then knockout and Starscream basically high five over this. Yes. Yeah. Also, when they're going in, uh, Prime says something about the stealth team, which I guess is RC Bumblebee and Smokescreen now, and he yes. tells the wreckers to go into the cave, and <laughs> Smokescreen's like, "I want to be a wrecker." <laughs> it's like, oh my god, Smokescreen, no. He's got to be on There's- every team. He thinks he's Wolverine. I feel like every episode this season needs at least one smokescreen no moment. And and that was it for this episode. <laughs> so yes, now it's time for uh, blowing things up. Yeah, so, so Shockwave's all come on, like, Soundwave, get me out of here. But before he does that, he presses a button that starts draining the clone pee. <laughs> it is kind of like, it's... It's, it's an unfortunate. It's not color. the bright green of the synthetic energon, but it is. It's like it's maybe like it's supposed to seem like a watered down synthetic energon, so it looks kind of like pee. Yeah, yeah. It should have had a little bit more green in it, or a little glowy, or something. Because it just uh, it's unfortunate looking. Yeah. It's it's either urine or ginger ale. <laughs> mm, I like ginger ale. I mean, as do I. 
Should have they should have gone a little bit more Mountain Dew. Yeah, I think <laughs> you, you need a little more green in there. And also, I'm pretty sure you actually can put like vat. You 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 once if you have a vat of Mountain Dew, a robot dinosaur will eventually start growing in it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Predica so Preda King heads out to uh, you know uh, safeguard the future of his people. And indeed, the Predacons are starting to wake up and make weird animal noises. <laughs> and Wheeljack, and it is important to note that they do not realize that uh, Predaking or any of these Predacons is potentially sen- sapient. Uh, they just decide to blow everything up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like, does Optimus know that they're in here about to do a huge murder? I mean, these are, they think these are just like animals. But they know, but, I mean, Prime, presumably they haven't reported to Prime that, you know, that one is people yet. I guess they're just about to see that that one is Yeah, they're just about to find out. So he's already tossed that grenade by the time that happens. Ha. Yeah. Still, come on, guys. You don't know that they're not sentient beings. I mean, I guess they've seen the one, and it's just like a big, you know, rampaging monster. It's like, it's like a Godzilla tops. Yeah, I still feel like this is pretty harsh, but yes. And also, they're clones. They're 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 abominations unto the Lord. Well, okay, yeah, fine. But, but I I also kind of feel like they use the two Autobots who are not members of the normal cast to do the murdering, as it's a little disassociated from our favorite <laughs> characters. Killing like true. at least two dozen new unborn, like. Uh, Predacons who are cheaping, kind of like baby birds, who end up going boom. Oh, no. Not baby birds. I love baby birds. Oh, man. Predaking was just going to, like, feed them by, like, puking energon into their mouths. Oh, oh my God. But it's it's okay. I mean, the Autobots probably came in contact with them. The, the mother wouldn't take them back now. <laughs> <laughs> that is a myth. Oh. I gotta put some baby birds back then. (laughs) Anyway. So, uh, just as they notice that, you know, Predaking is there, and that they figure out he is the Predacon who can now transform and talk, the lab blows up. Just in time for them to realize that they're doing a murder. Yep. And then there is a big fight. And there's a whole lot to say about this fight, except it's a very cool fight. It's I. It might actually be the best fight that this has happened in the show yet. It's like two on one, and and somehow they're actually fighting evenly, mostly with Predaking, although he has the upper hand for most of the fight. But it's like it, it's so. It feels like it's five minutes long, and it's great. Yes, I realize the Forge of Solus Prime is depowered at this point. This is an awful lot of destruction for a holy relic of creation. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's also very big, and you can hit people with it. And then <laughs> uh, Predaking just straight up breaks it in half. Yeah, at the end yeah. of the fight. After being crushed under a giant stalactite, and using some of the stalactite stalagmite columns to run up them and jump off as if he's jumping off the ropes in a wrestling match to punch and power slam the Autobots into the ground. It's oh. See, if this was Beast Wars, he would have been comically dismembered by that boulder. Oh, yes. Or squashed <laughs> entirely flat. Yes. But 
I guess, alas, it is not Beast Wars. No, but well, he he's he's also kind of doing a he's kind of doing an Incredible Hulk thing here, where nothing could stop him, or actually more yes. as we were talking about Chickless before the thing again. Yes, and uh, speaking of things getting, and instead of comical dismemberment, uh, Predaking just crushes the hell out of Ultra Magnus's hand with his yep. foot. Yeah, ouch. It is pretty horrific, and it's just, like, shattered to pieces, and he just has, like, this awful little stump. Yeah, it's definitely, like, speaking of comical dismemberment, it it got me thinking how there's, like, the sliding scale that you have to determine when creating a Transformers series of, like, how much, you know, I, I guess it's, like, Beast Wars on one end... And this at the other end, and maybe, like, IDW stuff in the middle, where you can get some, like, you know, body horror going without permanent horrifying disfigurement. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and this, yeah, this is very clear on which end of that this series is on, and it's any kind of massive physical harm. Anything that requires them to alter the character model is going to be pretty serious. Uh, yes, pretty serious business. Uh, we're 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 going off toy here. <gasps> oh no! So anyway, luckily Prime comes to the rescue, flies everyone off, and they ground bridge away before uh, Predaking can have his revenge. He is definitely very vengey, though. Uh, good job, Decepticons, making him mad at the Autobots. Their plan was was a success. Yep. Hmm. So anyway, we get back to the base. Uh, Ratchet is cauterizing Ultra Magnus's hand. Yeah, ow. Yeah, that's kind of gruesome. But maybe maybe this are... Ratchet also knows a guy he can get a spare hand from. <laughs> uh, and yeah, you know, Wheeljack and Magnus are buds now, and uh, Magnus finally gets the answer to uh, his question from earlier. It's family. <laughs> yeah. It it was kind of touching. I I was kind of touched. Uh, meanwhile, back at uh, back on the Nemesis, uh, you know, Megatron is telling Predacon, you know, we're we're gonna make those deceptive. We're gonna make those Autobots pay, and Predaking isn't a hundred percent buying it. <laughs> also, it doesn't help that Starscream and Knockout just do not have poker faces. No, they're just they're all but actually high fiving <laughs> off to the side. They, they might as well have their hands clasped behind their back and just sort of whistling. <laughs> yes. Do whistling nonchalantly. Uh. But hey. Not doing anything wrong at all. But a quick news flash from my Shockwave, who's been poking around uh, his lab. And while the clones are kaput, uh, there's also a whole bunch of weird ass cyber matter. <laughs> what? Uh, that has sort of grown out of uh, the remains here, which they think is a mix of the CNA of the Predacon clones with the synthetic Energon. Uh, can we just never mention CNA again? Uh, also, never. all of these Decepticons are very bad at science. <laughs> They're just very... I mean, I guess at least Shockwave is probably going to document things. I guess he wouldn't be that upset about his lab being destroyed because he probably backs up all his notes to, like, five remote locations. 
He seems like that kind of guy, by which I mean me. And, uh, yeah, that is, uh, that is the end of the episode, because we're very much into very serialized episodes again. Oh. Oh, and I think I forgot to mention that this is the first time we've, they've mentioned that the Decept, that the Predacons all died out in the Great Cataclysm. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Which, according to the Covenant of Primus, uh, was because a, uh, a passing red star, uh, caused gravitational effects that ejected a number of asteroids into Cybertron, as well as solar flares, causing the Predacons to go insane and, like, eat each other. Okay. Oh, yeah, I was just reading up on all of that, which has nothing to do with my sudden interest in creating some sort of Power of the Primes metafiction for fanfic purposes. <laughs> I was maybe doing... Look, my, my job gets a little dull sometimes. <laughs> and yeah, so that is, uh, that is the... That is evolution. And uh, that is it for this episode. Uh, you know, it's it's a lot of setup in this episode. We get the big revelation, which I think we all kind of saw coming, especially since the Predacon, we knew there was a toy and we knew it transformed into a robot and that it had a name. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, I like I said, I, I'd kind of forgotten how cool he is, but he's cool. Yeah. I like him. He's a good bro. I want to hang. No, I don't. I I wouldn't hang out with him probably. But but yeah, he's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, so we will be of course be back next week. But until then, you can see us. You can find us all over the internet. We're on Facebook. Uh, we're on Twitter, and we have a Patreon. Yes, uh, we are hosted by IaconUnderground.net, where we have a Patreon set up to help with hosting and other expenses. That is at Patreon.com slash IaconUnderground. For this, I guess, soon ending month, uh, that was uh, the Warcraft movie, as we were speaking of earlier. Well, Uh, um, next month, we'll we'll find something spooky later. We're in next month now, I think this... numbers are hard september has been bumpy and and things have been put off and and we missed some episodes so i think yeah this is coming out in october in something or other i don't know episodes will happen at some point um hopefully the last episode in in the our uh on the feed on iacon underground will have been our gridman episode with a special guest that had to be delayed because of reasons September was un- unfortunate for scheduling things. Scheduling has been very yes. yeah. We got a couple of birthdays in there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah birthdays, and just jobs, new job stuff, and some of us not feeling great. <laughs> Me. Yes, uh, I don't know yes. if we'll reveal the identity of our guest here, but I think I can say uh, to to get her on the show, we said, "Get on the podcast, loser." <laughs> yes. yes. So yeah. So until next time, uh when we find ourselves not plus one, but minus one. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. I'm David Masky Menos. <laughs>